BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. All right, Mr. News, hit it! Next on the Ledger Report, Mike Lindell's election lawsuit. Fix 2020. Now, how can we have a vote in 2022 if we don't fix 2020? Stand by. The doors to the newsroom are locked and the PC police are not getting in, so sit back and relax as we unfold this edition of the Ledger Report. There was a time, a time before cable, when the local anchorman reigned supreme. And in San Diego, one anchorman was more man than the rest. His name was Graham Ledger. If I were a betting person right now, I say Trump is going to run again. I mean, he seems to be setting himself up to do that. And if he's not held accountable, then he gets to do it again. I think that could be the end of our democracy, not to be too you know, pointed about it. But I want people to understand that this is a make or break point. If he were or someone of his ilk were once again to be elected president, and if especially he had a Congress that would do his bidding, you will not recognize our country. So given everything you've just described, do you ever have moments of responsibility Mm -hmm. or even Mm -hmm. guilt Mm -hmm. about what's happened? Of course, because I I tried to warn people. I tried to make the case that uh, this was really dangerous. The people he was allied with, what they were saying, what he might do. And I do think, but for Jim Comey and the stunt he pulled 10 days before the election, I would have won. I feel terrible about not stopping him and the people around him. But I, I feel like now everybody can see for themselves what kind of leader he is. And clearly there were people who liked what they saw despite what I see as the real dangers to our country, they turned out and voted for him. And he's trying to get it set up so that will happen again for him, even if he loses as he did twice the popular vote. Stop the tape. This is the waterboarding session of the Ledger Report. It's now over. We can go back to our regular programming. Here's Hillary Clinton blaming everything and everyone. She won the popular vote. So Al Gore won the popular vote. Did we have a president, Al Gore? Thank God we did not. As much as a disaster, in many ways, George W. Bush was, Al Gore would have been a bigger disaster. And Hillary Clinton, of course, would have been a huge disaster for this country. If Donald Trump is reelected or If we fix the election results of 2020 and we have a new election and he wins 2020, or if that doesn't happen and Donald Trump runs again in 2024 and wins, we won't recognize the country. Are you out of your mind? I don't recognize the country now. What country is this that has soaring inflation as a result 
of a government that went nutso in response to a virus. That's why we have inflation, ladies and gentlemen. That's why we have a backlog of containers, because what the United States did, the whole world does. Either by response, or because they think the United States is leading, or because they're scared to death, or because these other countries see an opportunity like the Marxists in this country see, an opportunity to squash liberty and take huge swaths of liberty away from the people, X amount of it permanently. That is what has transpired in this country. That is what is transpiring around the globe. Look at Australia. We're only one degree separated from Australia, ladies and gentlemen. We are one degree away from those concentration camps. And this country has a history of concentration camps. Lest we forget World War II and Americans of Japanese descent and Germans of, uh, Americans of, of German descent and Italians who are also American, Americans of Italian descent. I'm careful there to say Americans of a certain descent because I don't believe in this hyphenated nonsense of African-American or Italian-American. You are an American, period. And you happen to have a certain kind of blood. I have some Italian blood. Does that make me Italian-American? No. It makes me American, period. I happen to have some Italian blood. I have some other blood in me. My daughter is part Asian. Does that make her Asian American? No! She's American. She happens to have some Asian blood in her and some Italian. She's a mutt. Hillary Clinton is a weapon of mass destruction on the political landscape. She is disgusting from a constitutional perspective. She's disgusting from a moral perspective uh, as well, but that's another story. Donald Trump needs to be held accountable in her opinion? What in the wide world of sports are you talking about? Donald Trump has been attacked from the moment he slid down the escalator. And then of course, from the moment before he was sworn in, they were attacking his cabinet, General Flynn, the fallout, among others. And then Comey attacking from within. Those FBI agents sent over to talk with General Flynn. And Comey attacking from within. Comey didn't torpedo Hillary Clinton's election chances. Donald Trump torpedoed Hillary Clinton's election chances. Comey, if you'll remember, in I believe it was July of 2016, twisted himself into a law enforcement pretzel and violated all kinds of procedure and came out and exonerated Hillary Clinton. Everything's dandy. Don't worry about it. Go ahead and run for president. And the mainstream media went nuts and Hillary Clinton went nuts. They were all very relieved. And then 10 days before the election, Comey says, hey, we found some emails in Uma What's-Her-Face's laptop and her husband, the wacko, Nutcase's laptop and other places. We better investigate it. That didn't torpedo. By the way, the favorite weapon had already been deployed in 2016. It wasn't deployed as much as it was, of course, in 2020, but the favorite weapon is the mail-in ballots. So many votes were already cast, Hillary, 
You're lying through your yellow teeth. She's still bitter. I mean, it's unbelievable. And the other part is how the mainstream media keeps going to Hillary. Who is this guy? Willie Geist, who's doing the interviewing there and just kind of going, do you feel like uh, you're kind of uh, responsible for Donald Trump? Do you feel like uh, you, uh, you're responsible for what, the, what happened in 2016? Oh yes, you know, I tried to warn the people. Millions of Americans are terrified at the thought of Hillary Clinton inside the Oval Office. That's why Donald Trump won, and that's why you lost Hillary End of story. But it's important because this is the way these people think. And they want to sweep the election results of 2020 under the rug while continuing to fester 2016, and for that matter, 2000, Gore versus Bush. Remember the important point here. We're going to talk to Mike Lindell about this. He has a complaint, aka a potential lawsuit that would go before the U.S. Supreme Court, and it details what's important here. And what is important here is there was election malfeasance, election corruption across the board in all 50 states. It was only to what degree is the question. And we know in these swing states, these important battleground states of Arizona, Wisconsin, Michigan, Georgia, and Pennsylvania, that the Marxist Democrats using the cover of COVID, and I will go to the grave knowing this, that COVID initiated, well, it initiated to steal the election, if you will, but it was deployed, the response was, as a pretext to do the malfeasance that we saw in 2020, but also as a way to torpedo Donald Trump's re-election chances of, to hurt the economy. I've talked about this many times. But the COVID was the cover to send out mail-in ballots, blanket across the board. And unfortunately, too many red state governors fell for this too. Remember, a year ago at this time, there were many red states that were shutting down and masking. Oh, it's, it's going to be a terrible Christmas. People are going to die in the streets. It didn't happen. And so now you have California. You want to know why I left California? Because of what Gavin Newsom just did. He just reimposed unilaterally a mask mandate for all indoor public settings. Despite the reams and reams of evidence that says masks do nothing, including on the CDC website. Despite the fact that he told his people, get vaccinated, so-called, and everything's going to be fine. Get boosted, and everything's going to be fine. You'll have your freedom back. Here we go with the mask mandate again. It's unbelievable, you people in California. I don't care whether you are conservative or whacked out liberal in, in San Francisco. The fact that you're sitting idly by and allowing this to happen is unbelievable to me. It is unbelievable that you know the truth. Lockdowns did, of course, more harm than good. Remember, they shut down the beaches in California. I couldn't believe it. 
That's when I knew this whole thing was cuckoo nuts, Marxist, Democrat, political, motivated, shutting down beaches. Where there's a plethora of vitamin D, which kills the virus, and also the stuff called fresh air, even if it's coming from Hawaii in California. So remember the big picture here. Also, remember the facts. And I'm going to go through them with Mike Lindell uh, as quickly as possible. I'm going to get to him in just a couple minutes here. But I want to lay a foundation here. I want to remind you in Arizona there was an audit, and we talked about it here on this program, that showed that the machines, the voting machines, were hooked up to the Internet. Repeat, they were hooked up to the Internet. There was a mound of evidence that voter ballots and, and other items pertaining to the vote in Arizona were destroyed by election workers just hours before they had to release the information on the audit. What a coincidence. So evidence is destroyed. And by the way, they said they have videotape of these people doing it. Why aren't they in jail? They have a lot of evidence, thousands of people apparently, who voted multiple times. So you have one person voting multiple times. And this is multiplied by, apparently, thousands of people. And of course, the inevitable more male votes received than sent out. Repeat, more male votes received than sent out. No malfeasance there. That makes total sense, of course. Yes, of course, we can explain that. Well, it's, uh, <laughs> it just happens to be a uh, uh, voter uh, snafu here. Uh, it's a, a clerical uh, situation there. Uh, pay no attention to it. Wisconsin, I'm not just picking on Arizona, by the way, Wisconsin. I wanna do a whole program on what we found out in Wisconsin, but I'll just give you a couple of the highlights. There are 3.5 million registered voters in Wisconsin. At least there were in 2020. 3.5 million. You know what the voter turnout was? 3.3 million. 3.5 million registered. 3.3 million was the quote voter turnout. Remember, by mail. That's a 94% voter turnout. Have you ever heard of a 94% voter turnout? Why no, Graham, I haven't. A good voter turnout is 70%. Well, you could say it's because of the mail ballots. People don't change their habits. You either vote or you don't vote. You're either engaged in the political process or you're not. Even if you got something sitting on your coffee table, it's likely to be used as lining to a birdcage to people who don't typically vote. They're not going to say, oh, I'm going I'm to break my habits. I'm going to vote this year. 200,000 people in Wisconsin registered to vote on November 3rd. Oh, really, Graham? November 3rd, 2020? Yes, 2020. Why is that a big deal? Because November 3rd was the election day. 200,000. I can't remember the exact margin of, quote, victory for Let's Go Brandon in Wisconsin, but I do know that it's below 200,000. No attention to that's just a sheer coincidence. All right, Mike Lindell has laid out a lot of this information and more. He's laid it out in a 85-page complaint that can be filled in by an attorney general in any state that wants to fill in the state's name. The only problem is none has done so so far.
So I want to talk to Mike about what's in this complaint, aka could be lawsuit, um, and delineate what sections of the United States Constitution were violated because there are many. But first, a short, important one-minute message roll tape. The Ledger Report is brought to you by MyPillow.com. My employees and I want to personally thank each and every one of you for all of your support. At MyPillow, we not only have pillows, but we have hundreds of products, including my new slippers, bathrobes, sleepwear, and my new beds. We're offering the best gifts ever for the best prices ever. Please go to MyPillow.com and enter Ledger in the promo code box for up to 66% off. That's MyPillow.com and enter L-E-D-G-E-R in the promo code box. The Ledger Report is also brought to you by Relief Factor. Go to ReliefFactor.com forward slash Ledger for a natural homeopathic way to relieve nagging chronic pain. Or call 833-425-7246 for Relief Factor Pain Relief. Thank you for supporting MyPillow, Relief Factor, and The Ledger Report. initiative now um, that we hope will get enough signatures to go before the voters next November would focus on voter ID. Right now, when you go to the polls, you show voter ID. We want to tighten that up to make sure the voter ID is a photo ID. But when you mail in your ballot, which now you know 80% of people do, all you do is sign the affidavit saying, yeah, I filled this out. There is no uh, other than a signature verification, which isn't really an ID, uh, form of ID because they can change and, mm -hmm. and whatnot. There's really no check. And so what some states are looking at and what this proposal would, would uh, do is require you to include your date of birth and either the last four of your social or your driver's license. Very similar to what you, you know you might give uh, the banker when, when you talk right. to them on the phone. They say, you know, trying to verify that you are you with very important matters. Nothing really more important than voting and making sure that the person is actually the voter. Well, the senator from Utah, this Mesnard is close. He wants to try and do some sort of voter ID with mail-in ballots. The bottom line is there's no way to police any kind of voter ID when the ballot is sitting on somebody's coffee table, anybody can figure it out a way to fill it out. And so what needs to happen is we need to go back to the old fashioned paper ballots where somebody punches a hole or fills in a circle and that's that. But we have a long way to go to get there and we must fix 2020 before we go on to 2022. Forget about 2024, I'm talking next year the next yes. uh, balloting uh, cycle. And joining me now is the president, CEO and founder of MyPillow.com, Mike Lindell. Mike, you have a complaint that you have filled out. It's about 85 pages. All uh, a secretary of state or a governor or an attorney general needs to do is fill in the state's name and it's ready to go. And it's interesting, you're not the plaintiff. It would be the states that would be the plaintiff. And the defendants, uh, of course, would be, among other things, these states that were in play in 2020, along with certain people like Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi. That, that's correct. And it's it's only the attorney generals, everybody, not this, not the we've been meeting with the attorney generals. They actually made a, a couple changes. It's their complaint. And you are right. You are right there. So we're suing the uh, the United States and the uh, vice president, president of the United States, the attorney general, of the 90 sta United States, 
Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. And I want to say in here, what you were just talking about, when you say going back to paper, in this complaint, everybody, part of the relief or most of the relief is that we don't use the, you know, the crimes that were committed, these states that put in, oh, mail-in ballots or Pennsylvania, you can count them a week later, all these things that were put in illegally by the governors and the secretary of states when it should have been the state legislators. Of course. Per, yeah. uh, per Article 2, uh, Section 1 of the United States Constitution, and that's part of the complaint, that they violated <laughs> Article 2, Section 1, also violated due process, uh, yep. which is supposed to be inherent in everything we do uh, in this country. Uh, the 12th Amendment, the 14th Amendment, uh, equal protection. There are clear, if, if you pay attention to what happened in 2020 and you read your complaint, there are clear constitutional violations. Yeah, absolutely. They, they uh, you guys, the constitutional violations, I'll give it, I'll give you one. This one's my fun. This one's, a, the, this is absolutely, it's, it's amazing. In Pennsylvania, they have a law, everybody get ready. You can't have more votes than voters. What? What kind of law is that? Well, guess what? In Pennsylvania, there were places where they had more votes than voters, and it's against their constitution or against the constitution. They they illegally turned in their electors. They can't. So right now, if in Pennsylvania, they could go in Pennsylvania right now and pull their electors down, uh, just like they could in Wisconsin, just like they could in Arizona. This could be done right now. But we've got a very, in case they don't get that done right away, we do have a very good plan going forward. All right. I want to talk about the going forward, but first I want to continue to make the case here, uh, Mike. The Arizona audit. I watched the live uh, presentation of the Arizona audit, and I'm not exactly a, a, a scholar uh, in the legal field. I'm not law enforcement. But for crying out loud, Mike, I mean, the evidence was overwhelming uh, from the right. audit. You know, more yep. uh, votes counted, more mail votes counted than were actually mailed out. Pennsylvania, same thing, by the way. Yep. It didn't yep. even take an audit. We know this to be the case. Yep. Georgia, the secretary of state, went over and above what he should have been doing. And the same thing happened uh, in Michigan. And so what you would like to see here, the relief you're trying to seek here, is an audit for all of the states, not just Arizona. And then after the audit, and, and the results are going to show the malfeasance that we're talking about, not reinstate Donald Trump. A lot of people misreport this, but you right. want to hold a, another election, a special election, to find out what the voters want. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's one of the that's one of the parts of the relief. And and uh, there's about three or four different pathways. But um, you know, when they pull down, because all five of the states, including Wisconsin, now would can actually pull their electors down right now. And you're right, Grant. They do not go to Donald Trump. They need you need to have another election without machines, without paper. I, I mean, with paper, not without paper, with paper. And we have a replacement for the machines. It's all ready to go. And um, this is uh, this needs to be done now. We've got the damage that's been done in 10 months is just it's going to be insurmountable. And even if you're a Democrat, uh, you now your eyes are open. Thirty five percent of Democrats now believe the election was stolen and they don't trust the elections anymore because of the machines and because of the, the mail in voting. All of these th crimes that were that were 
put in place, and I call them crimes because they broke the law putting in, in place these these states did, like in Michigan, they mailed out, the governor mailed out 7 million or 6.5 million mail-in votes illegally. You can't do that in Michigan. And, uh, and it's, uh, but I'll just give you an example how you could pull them down. In Arizona, that audit that came out there, right now, they 37,000 people voted twice or three times, but they didn't, they just used their name those times. So you uh, right now in Arizona, in that's let it's Republican controlled. Only one guy is obstructing from pulling those electors down, you know, or, and same way you go over to Wisconsin. You have a guy there that wants to pull him down. He needs one senator to get it to the floor. Pennsylvania could do it tomorrow. Same way with Georgia. Same way with Michigan. We're getting to a very good place, everybody. Is, is uh, any uh, attorney general in any of these states or the red states, maybe Texas or Florida, are they looking at possibly filing this as a? Oh no, they're they're. It's going to get it turned down. It's going to get. It's going to absolutely get filed. They had a couple changes they wanted made this week. We have made the changes, and uh, I, I believe they'll be made by tomorrow morning. They, you know, this is their complaint. So they've had many. Of, we've met with over twenty of them, and they've uh, either on the phone or met with them, and they've had tweaks. They want you know they want to make sure that this thing gets accepted by the Supreme court because, and they also wanted to make sure they had standing everybody, every state has standing. Now it's different than what they ruled last time. Well, of course they should have standing. Yes, absolutely. They're part of the electoral process and it is delineated right there uh, in the 12th amendment, as well as article two, section one. Now you're talking about a pathway forward. Uh, yep. Hopefully, this is a pathway forward that goes back to the future, if you will, that includes yes, the remedy right. for 2020 and then moving forward and, and beyond. What is your pathway forward here? Well, the, obviously, I would want the states to pull the election down and then have a new election for the 2020. But regardless of that, the pathway forward just this week now, you're going to see um, the, the, the machine people like Dominion have deleted the 2020 election. We have evidence of that now. So now you're going to see um, my pillow going after the machines to get all their lawfare lawsuits dismissed because they were supposed to preserve evidence. Right. That's one piece. Okay. So those are going to go, those are going to go bye-bye because the judge, any judge is going to go, Hey, we, you, here's what you deleted. And it shows what they deleted. Now in January, we've started everybody at Frank's speech, um, it's called the Cause of America. We're in 44 states. What we're starting then, we're going county by county. We already have 12 counties on board with going to paper ballots, but this is a very special paper. And if you go to frankspeech.com, you can see the new process. It involves cameras, the special paper, it's you know, more, uh, more uh, secure than money. Right. Uh, for counterfeiting. And you're going to be able to see your own vote like a concert ticket. You're going to look at your own vote and you're, it's, it's right down to the precinct level. We have 12 on board. Remember, there's 3,000 some counties in the country. By August, I don't want to see a machine in the United States. And um, so at least we, we got the 2022 election, but you also have, which we should have a new election for 2020. This is a great solution. And what scares me, Mike, is you see these radical governors in certain states like New York and California. They're doubling down on this crazy response to COVID. To me, they're doing it as a, as a pretext to the election yeah. uh, in November. And what the people need to do is realize this and wake up and realize that the big picture, whether you're Democrat or Republican, the big picture right. that I will go to the grave with, and I think you will too, 
is that they use COVID as a cover, as a mm. ploy to deploy all of these mail-in ballots because they know mail-in ballots can be corrupt very easily. That's exactly right. Um, we do have with this paper and this system, because you're going to get some of these some of these states. Uh, that's why it's so important that this goes through the Supreme Court case, because those states cannot do that stuff illegally like that. If we have that again, everybody, we're going to lose our country. You have the machines in combination with the, the COVID uh, things. OK, everybody's had, you know, uh, they're exactly right. It's they're setting it up for that. But what we have in place, remember, Graham, the the decisions of the machines are not come down to the county, not the governor's. The gov- of course, they broke laws before, so maybe they would again. I think that's what you're saying. It's very fearful when you got, but the people have to wake up. The yep. people, you know, the legislatures in those five states, they're Republican. They have, the, they have the power, not the governor or the secretary of states. They're the ones that make the rules. They should say, no, we're not doing this. We're going back to one person, one vote and in person. And that's the way it needs to be. Per the United States Constitution. Um, yes, absolutely. Called Cause for America. It's going to be on Frank's speech. What, in yep. January next month? It's Cause of America, and it's already there now. In fact, it's a library of information, everybody. If you go to Frank's speech, you can see not only the Supreme Court case, you can see what's going on in your state. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go to Wisconsin, you can get call your senator right now to try and get those electors pulled down. Uh, you can go to the Cause of America. There's a library of information, and we are a network of all the grassroots in 44 states. So you're going to see if you have something great going on, like Defend Florida, dot org out in florida oh, they yeah. hey they actually audited they canvassed ten thousand homes everybody ten thousand two thousand six hundred people are our names were used fraudulently yep. out of ten thousand so even in florida uh, even in florida, florida the best, most accurate results uh, so we have a lot of work to do mike lindell god bless you you're doing god's work and we'll see you on uh, at mypillow.com of course and we'll see you on frank's speech Cause of America. There's nothing better than this cause. Thank you, Mike. Yep, yep. God bless you. Thanks, Graham. Yep. Back with more Ledger Report right after this important one minute. Attention, have you or a loved one been diagnosed with cancer after using Zantac or other heartburn medications for several months? You may be entitled to compensation. Call Zantac Justice now for a free legal case review. The FDA has warned that Zantac and other medications containing heartburn drug ranitidine may be contaminated with cancer-causing agent NDMA. Consult your physician prior to discontinuing any use of medication. Please call 800-868-3048. Attention, this is an important message for anyone diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma after being exposed to Roundup or other weed killers. In 2015, the Internal Agency for Research on Cancer warned that overexposure to Roundup and other weed killers may increase the risk of developing non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. After losing a number of court cases, the maker of Roundup recently announced that a global settlement had been reached and agreed to pay over $10 billion to resolve pending cases. Please call 800-376-1935. Mike Lindell is a great American. Don't believe the mainstream media. Don't believe these hit pieces. I saw one the other day. It was talking about his net worth. And, and of course, they have to throw in there all kinds of weird barbs. Uh, Mike Lindell is doing God's work, period. 
and we need to support him. And one way to support him is go to MyPillow.com, of course, and put in Ledger in the promo code box, because this program is brought to you by MyPillow.com, Ledger in the promo code box, and you'll get up to 66% off. And it's also brought to you by, this program is Relief Factor. Relief Factor 833-425-7246, 833-425-7246, or relieffactor.com forward slash ledger. And remember, go to gramledger.com to enter the ledger register, and you can also find out more about these wonderful sponsors for the program, and we support Red Voice Media. But again, Mike Lindell is a great American who is trying to get to the bottom of the malfeasance from the 2020 election cycle. And remember what the Declaration of Independence says, among other things, besides life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, which is being corrupted in this country, that I do not recognize. But in there, it also says it is the right of the people to alter or abolish government that has become tyrannical. Well, our government has become tyrannical. And there is nothing more tyrannical than casting a ballot in an election that doesn't count. Or casting a ballot in an election that is overwhelmed by corrupt ballots. Stealing an election is tyrannical. It's what they do in third world countries. It's what they do in banana republics. And until we fix 2020, unfortunately, this is a banana republic. That's what we're reduced to. Chuck Schumer knows it. Nancy Pelosi knows it. I don't think Joe Biden knows it because he doesn't know where he is. But these Marxists know it. The Marxist governor in California knows it. The Marxist governor in New York knows it. The Marxist governor in Illinois knows it. They know it. This has devolved. The United States of America has devolved into a banana republic until we fix 2020. So what can you do? Well, if you happen to live in one of the defendant states, a.k.a. Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, Georgia, Arizona, put pressure on your elected representatives big time. Forget about the non-elected. In the end, remember, it's the Article II duty of the legislature to be in charge of the electoral process. So put pressure on them. If you live outside of those states, suppose you could do the same thing. Or you could put pressure, if you happen to live in a red state, say Texas or Florida, maybe put pressure on your governor or your secretary of state or your attorney general to file this lawsuit that Mike Lindell has laid out pretty well. You know, if they don't like certain portions of it, Mike wouldn't care if you edit it a little bit. Tighten it up. Nothing's perfect. But we can't hold 2022 until we know exactly what happened in 2020 and fix what is broken in this wholesale unfortunate attack on the franchise, our precious right to vote. This edition of The Ledger Report is on its way to the Archives Library of Congress. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I'm Graham Ledger. And remember, even when I'm wrong, I'm right. <laughs>